Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. Um, so this is like a very exciting new episode that we're releasing. Um, do you want to tell them why? Do you want me to? So you guys, obviously we just finished recapping season four. It's been a wild ride. We love all of you guys. We love all the support. It's been so much fun, but that was season one of its tempting pod. And now we're starting a new season and we promised all of you guys that we would recap all the seasons, all the episodes. So we are going back to the beginning with season one, episode one. Oh my gosh. Where it all began. Like, it's crazy to think that you were a part of like literally season one. Reboot. I know, man. Watching it was so bizarre because it's like in September, it would have, it will be four years since then. And I, I texted you because all four of us girls are like beautiful, beautiful women. But like, we all definitely have Botox and filler now. <laughs> like if this isn't like this should be an ad for like Botox and filler done correctly because all of us just look like ourselves but like 50% hotter oh my god (laughs) I was so dead I was like this is yeah thank god for filler here there here there we're we're looking good (laughs) we're killing it I feel like everyone always looks so different, like on TV, but then also like after you rewatch yourself and you realize like the little, I like, honestly, and I said this to you too, like with my extensions, like I paid like so much money for these (laughs) extensions. And like, that was the first time I had got extensions. So I didn't know that like, when you wear your hair straight, where your natural hair ends, you'll be able to see it. Like I had no idea. So I'm like bopping around the island getting (laughs) filmed like extensions just like totally botched. And I mean like my hairdresser did like an amazing job. It was nothing. Yeah. You just didn't know how to style them. I exactly like I didn't know what I was doing. So it was like I definitely should have did more research paying that much money and then like going on national television because like that was another thing people were always like, oh, like Aaron, like He's like with your extensions, like yeah, yikes. So, looking back, so I'm like, funny. Ooh. Me, everyone thinks that I had plastic surgery because that was literally the most unhealthy I've ever been in my entire life. So, like, I was literally like between like ninety and ninety three pounds. No, like, oh no joke. God. No, it was really bad. So now I like fluctuate. I want to say between like one fourteen, one sixteen. Yeah. So everyone's like, you got, you've had so much plastic surgery, and I'm like, no, dude, I've gained like over twenty five pounds, and I got lip filler. Like that's the only yeah. thing. <laughs> like, dude, I just gained a, a healthy amount of weight, and I'm healthy now. Yeah. Like That's why I look different. Like this is what I normally look like. Right. Then was not what I normally look like. I was sick. I don't think you looked bad though like I just think you look younger like you just look a lot younger as like I mean as do I I don't know like a comment that I got I'll never forget like I made I forget when it was it was probably almost a year ago now when I first moved back to Jersey someone was in my DMs like you lost way too much weight since the show like you look sick and I'm like no I just think I look I personally think I looked like bigger on the show like not bigger yeah. but like thicker yeah or like I don't know than like how I actually am so someone like commented to me that I looked like sick I'm like oh okay like oh my like god I don't think time. I don't think that at all I think you look good in both I actually didn't really notice now I need to I can't wait till we recap yours so I can see now because now I'm curious I just did not like the way that I looked but like whatever. <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> 
so funny. It's yeah, there my, forever. <laughs> my family though, because they all know what like I normally look like and they like love me so much. And we have like a good, like we have a good relationship. So even my mom and dad are like, that was not your A game. Like we know what your A game is. <laughs> like that was not it. And I was like, I'm very aware. <laughs> okay? Oh my God. I'm very, very aware that that was not my A game. <laughs> not your A game. Well, listen, hopefully if there's like, a reboot or whatever Mark was saying on his episode, if there's like a spinoff. Dude. We can show off our new looks. <laughs> I know, right? I'm ready. <laughs> 25 pounds extra. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was really weird because I said this on our podcast when we first started. Um, I have not watched those episodes since they aired in like January 2019. <laughs> okay. Wow. Like, yeah, no. And even when I watched them, I was like at people's houses or at a party or with a friend. And like, I never really like watched them. Does that make yeah. sense? Like I watched oh, them, but same. I didn't. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And it was just like one and done, you know, like watched it and never, never watched it again until now. So, so watching it was very weird because I like, I am literally a different person and it kind of yeah. made me, it made me proud, but also kind of made me sad because Aww. I feel like I'm, I was so like innocent and bubbly and like, just, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> like I'm not like, I'm, dude, I'm like, I've been hardened by the world. Okay? <laughs> like I'm like, not like that. Like I still am with like my close friends. Like I'm bubbly and nice and friendly and like, but no dude, like that is, I'm definitely a lot harder now and a lot more like guarded and just like, I don't take bullshit. And that girl took a lot of bullshit and you could yeah. tell, like I was just uh, naive <laughs> just like naive yeah oh and I was I just didn't even recognize myself it was yeah. weird I mean that is weird but at the same time like I know like you're still a very very like nice person and like yeah. you have a good heart but you also like you said aren't gonna like take the bullshit like you yeah. know what you deserve and you also what I've learned from you and like since we've become friends and stuff is that like, you're very good at, like, noticing, like, red flags in people. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's huge. You know what I mean? But, like, so, yeah, unfortunately, what you went through was, like, absolutely terrible. But, like, now no one's going to be able to bullshit you again. Oh, and no. And that's, like, massive. Like, you're like, no I'm one can. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, watching me then, I'm just like, wow. Like, I really just – I was like delusional. I just Ooh. really wanted like the fairy tale, even if I knew in my heart that it wasn't real. Aww. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so yeah. weird. But also the pressure of being on the show and the island and like when you're put in that position, like you really think it's the end of the world. Like I remember like even just going into my final bonfire being like, wow, like we had all these plans. Like if we left together, like this will be like the end of the world. If like yeah. we choose not to like leave together. So like, I understand that like pressure and how you do feel like your life is ending. If it doesn't yeah. go the way you thought it was going to be, it's just like removing yourself and then realizing that like, totally you're better off without that person is like, Oh, a hundred percent. I also think that's why I'm a little nervous to recap this season because I, and I think you've learned this about me. I'm like really tough when it comes to like haters and like trolls and like comments, like nothing really bothers me. Uh -huh. 
But I told you about that comment a few weeks ago or a month ago that I got where it's like they just went off on me. It was obviously someone that knows me personally, but they went off on me. And one of the things that they said that, and this does bother me when people are like, oh, like she's stuck in the past, like temptation Island is her whole life. So this is the thing. (laughs) Okay. And I tell you, (laughs) so I gotta, I gotta speak up on this before we dive into my season. So what I show on social media is like, of 5% of my life. Okay. Like there's yeah. a lot more going on in my life than temptation islands. Number one. Yes. Number two, I have a very unique experience. Okay. A lot of people, the majority of people that go on reality TV, they can go on reality TV, have their fun and then go back to their normal life and never hear about it again. And it, it's not part of their life and it's no big deal. And it's like a far removed memory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Okay. Me. And I don't think a lot of people can relate to me because my shit, it never goes away. <laughs> okay. No. It's like I get DMs on the daily all day long all the time for forever and it's never going to go away. So I have a choice where I either need to just take it in and realize this is my life and like make some money off of it or just like just ignore it for all eternity and I'm going to make money off of it. You know, like I might as well after everything that's happened because it's literally clockwork. It's like things kind of calm down for two, three months. I don't hear anything. No big deal. And then it's like, it airs again in some other country. It's yes. on a new streaming service and yeah. then it's all back and it just, it never fucking ends. So yeah. I'm going to capitalize off of it. <laughs> I, I mean, as you should, I just will never understand people who like take the time to like DM or comment hateful things. Like I, that I could it's never so weird. be that person. I don't understand it. Like for for what does it benefit you? Like how, yeah. how does that benefit you literally saying hateful things? I just Dude. like, I don't know. It couldn't be me. I would like, I could not imagine sitting it's on people, a keyboard. I know. Coming for someone who I don't know. I would never come for someone I do know. Like what, yeah. what is wrong with people? It's mind blowing. It's weird. Like people like that are bullies and they want to silence you. They want to like intimidate you. I mean, I'm speaking for myself as well. And like you said, you can go one of two ways. Like you can let them um, bully you and silence you and make you feel ashamed for your experience or they could fuel your fire, which clearly they have. And you can fucking thrive off of it, which you are. And like, guess what? Even if I do want to use my 15 minutes of fame, I'm going to because I was on a show. And I mean, it's like. Anyone in their right mind would, you know, like that's the thing. I'm just like, exactly. if, you were, if you were in my position, you would. Cause trust me when you're just like for years on end or just like yeah. hearing about this shit. Cause honestly, out of everyone in our cast, I, the, probably the only people that still hear it daily, the way that I do is probably Evan and Morgan. Yeah, um, probably like Kendall too. I could see Yeah, Kendall. Kendall probably does. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a few a little handful of us where this is just gonna haunt us for eternity. <laughs> and it's like and it's like you you got it to either take it in or fight yeah. it. And I'm not gonna fight it. I'm, it's my life and it's we're gonna recap and it's gonna be fun. Um, should we address the elephant in the room before we start? Um Fab Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it away. This is you. 
Okay. So before we dive in, because we're going to switch some things up a little bit since Mm -hmm. this is the season that I was on, Erin's going to run the show. She's going to take us through our talking points each week, and we're excited for that. But before we start, I wanted to put out a little disclaimer. So for months and months and months now, I and other former, former Fab Four members have been getting DMs and comments constantly. What happened to the Fab Four? Um, so this is really all I'm going to say on it is the four of us went through an extremely bonding and traumatic experience. And I have very real love for all four, all, all four, all three of them. And you know what? Like things change over time. People mm-hmm. change, yeah. circumstances change, and people grow apart. And it doesn't mean that you don't have love for those people anymore. But that's just what happened is we grew in different directions. Some of us are still very, very close. Some of us don't talk anymore. But out of respect for like our relationship that we did have and a very real friendship and a very real love between all of us. Um, I don't feel comfortable ever addressing what happened publicly because it's disrespectful and I respect all of us and that's that. So when I'm recapping this, you guys, I'm going to keep it very respectful and honest, but that is what happened with the fab four. You guys, we grew apart and we grew in different directions and that's really all there is to it. And that's the elephant in the room. (laughs) So... (laughs) So that's it. And I'm just going to keep it very real and not biased. And yeah, yeah, just like be nice and respectful. But I knew that that was going to be a question that people were going to want to (laughs) know. Definitely. I mean, I think that was really well said. Like you guys all went through that experience and you said it perfectly. People grow apart, people change, and um, it doesn't discredit the love that everyone had for one another, but that's just life. You know, unfortunately that's life. That that is just life. Yeah. Yeah. For real. So, okay. (laughs) We're doing it. So we're going to start with season one, episode one, where it all began. Thank God it did happen because I wouldn't have met my bestie Casey. And here we are today. I know. Right. Crazy. So, It starts off with you guys on the boat. Yes, the catamaran. about like if you guys are ready to do this, you do your little cheers, you know, get to know each other, and then it does the little cuts to each separate couple. First and foremost, I wanted to ask you, do you remember, because honestly, this is a feeling I'll never forget. There's like two moments on TI, like specifically that I'll never forget. It was probably... That boat ride and then like final bonfire that like I had the most anxiety because it was like the beginning and the end. And both times you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Do you remember that feeling? Like what was it like meeting the cast for the first time? Because like if you want to explain it since this is your season and guys like just to like give you a little like heads up for this episode especially like I'm going to bring up points but then I'm also going to ask Casey questions because this is was her season. And like I personally want to hear what she has to say because we've never really talked about it either so we haven't these questions are actually like questions that like I'm curious about as well um and another little background is that we don't meet the other castmates until you're on that boat so for everyone listening like the first time I met Chelsea Kristen Erica their partners like 
that that was the first time and you're just kind of like thrown on this boat like all right get to know each other <laughs> so what what are you what are your thoughts on that like do you remember the boat ride like yeah how's people so um the way it worked is you get flown to Maui and you get put this was before COVID okay so there was no like quarantining for us but mm-hmm. we were alone in like a hotel room with our significant other for like five days and during those five days yeah. is when we were like doing like photo shoots and like different little things like that for the like pre-filming and like picking out outfits and stuff. And then I remember it was like, okay, like today we're going to start like filming, filming with like other cast members. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Like this is really happening. Yeah. We had to like get our outfits all picked and like get all ready. And we get put in like me and Evan got put in a van and we got taken to like a marina area that had boats, which is where the catamaran was like waiting for us. And I remember getting there in the van and I was like peeking out and I could see a bunch of other like vans and escalates pulling up and they had like yes. two, two people in each. I was like, Oh my God, these are all the couples like yes. we're the couples right now. And I was like trying to like, like, see who was who and then the mic people would like come in and like get get our mics on and then they took us out but we weren't allowed to talk to each other so we stood in like a circle like outside the boat and like couldn't talk but we were all like sizing each other up for sure it was (laughs) hilarious and then I remember when we got in the boat we could actually talk and I was like pleasantly surprised how nice everyone was and how just natural the chemistry was between all of us it was just um, as soon as we started talking it was just like chemistry between like all of us like it was actually it's so funny because we know how everything ended but when we were hanging out those first like two days um filming like all eight of us together we were like all becoming like close friends we're talking about going to each other's weddings one day and it's like little do you know like what's about to happen but no like those first few days of filming like we were all like super close all eight of us yeah yeah like super weird (laughs) no I agree it's crazy how like similar and different that experience was because like I remember the same thing like the escalades and like seeing people like I remember seeing Chelsea and Tom through our window into the escalade being like is that a couple like who is that I know but what was different with us is they individually would get us like they'd be like all right like Aaron and Corey and then like we would walk up and they put us in a corner on the boat and they'd be like look forward like you're not allowed to look around so we would be in like one corner on this like massive yacht and then all of a sudden they'd walk up Kristen and Julian and they were in the opposite corner so we were never allowed to like talk before filming like I feel like it was everything was kind of like it's gonna like we're gonna try to do it in one take like here's your first time meeting each other like all I feel I feel like ours was like that too, but this is the difference is I think because ours was like a new season and they hadn't done this show in like freaking 20 years almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were still like learning because as we started filming, they got better at like keeping us separated. Yeah. So I feel by the time they did your season, they were like professionals at like keeping oh, yeah. people separated. You know what I mean? A thousand percent. Yeah. I And I'll never forget too. I forget when it like, what it was before doing like I don't even know if that sentence made sense but it was like (laughs) we were all in a back room at the hotel me Chelsea Tom Corey Kristen Julian Kendall Erica and they had like bottles of alcohol and this is like before like we 
might have been like before we were meeting the singles. Okay, this is so weird that you're saying this because I feel like we have the same experience. We all met in like the guest house at the Mountain Villa with like the main executive producers before meeting the singles and we all like took a shot together. And that's I will never forget. Like we all had become very close at that point, like you said, yeah, like you're very close. Me and Tom, especially, like we were doing shots, and like at this point, like I had met the other girls and like had met the other guys or whatever. But like I'm over here like doing shots with Tom, and all yeah. like all, everyone else is like looking at us. Like we did one or two. Me and Tom were like, "Cheers!" Like doing multiple That's shots. So funny. Like it was just like. It's just crazy how it is weird to think of like one thing that um we're on a crazy tangent, but we'll get back. We are, we are. But like how you were saying you were like randomly close with Tom. I was randomly close with Carl. Like there was like That's a funny. time. Yeah, there was like a time where like we were on a lunch break and it was at the beach villa and me and Carl were like sitting in like a cabana for like an hour just having this like crazy deep talk about like life. Wow. <laughs> like, I know, dude. <laughs> To this day, like we, well, I haven't seen him in a really, really long time, but like we literally talk, talk about that. Like, remember that time where we like just talked about life for like 45 minutes in that cabana at the beach villa? <laughs> like, <laughs> we didn't have like that much alone time because it was COVID. Like this was like in the like middle of COVID. Like yeah. it was even hard to get to Maui because they were so like isolated. Like they didn't yeah. want people coming. Like it was a very like strenuous time. So we, we weren't able to have that much freedom. But, like, from what I remember when we were together, like, we all were very close. And I'll never forget, at the very end of it all, I think it was, like, Tom and Julian or something. We were all, like, partying together with, like, Corey and Kristen and them. And they were, like, to be honest, Aaron, like, we all, all the guys placed a bet. Like, we thought you were going to be the one that cheats. (laughs) I'm dead. I was, like, damn, y'all are. (laughs) I was, like, I get it. But, like, damn. That's so funny. Um, all right, let's get back on track. So like, how were you feeling when you were on the boat load? If you could use like one word, like anxious, nervous, excited, like what were you feeling? Honestly, excited. Yeah. Mm. Like at that moment in time, like as we like go through this season, like explaining how I was feeling, is going to be very complicated. I realized that when when I watched season one, episode one, um, at this moment in time, I was still very excited, very like, oh my God, we're going to be on TV. Like, this is going to be so much fun. But deep, 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 deep down in my gut, because I've been very open about like my mental health and I have like generalized anxiety disorder Mm -hmm. and social anxiety. Um, Deep, deep, deep down inside, I was freaking out inside and I couldn't really understand and place it. Why? Because I was like, I'm so excited. Like, this is so much fun. But my anxiety was like out of control. Like my teeth were chattering all the time. I couldn't eat food. Wow. Um, and this was like before even stuff was like getting bad. Right. And I would like, before we would like enter filming, like when we had to like meet the single girls, like my heart rate is like insane. I was like having to talk to myself, like, um, like count to 10 and like concentrate on my breathing. So it was just a very weird, weird feeling because like, honestly, like 95% of me was just like naive and oblivious and excited. And this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to me. And then 5% of me, I think knew like, get ready. <laughs> like this is going to be wild. <laughs> Showtime. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that though, dude. I was so anxious too. Like I remember 
being excited, but then like stepping on the gra- uh, the grass, the sand and being like, oh my God, like shit yeah. is real. Like there is absolutely no turning back. Like none. I think, I think what made me realize is because they didn't show a lot of this, but when I was like totally like fun and happy go lucky and having the time of my life. But then they would put me in these like interviews and they would start asking me questions and like truth would start to come out. And it was just like glimpses of like how unhappy I really was. Like one thing that they didn't air, which I was like, thank God they didn't because it was freaking sad. And this just makes you like realize like how like much reality TV producers just like they need their good footage. So I went to a little interview on the beach. This is before we even met the singles. And they were basically just asking like what the biggest thing in your relationship, like what is the biggest thing that you need to change? And I just started like sobbing on the beach uncontrollably. And I was just like, I'm just so tired of like being the strong one for everyone, like in my family, in my friends, in my relationship. And I'm just like sobbing. Like I just want someone to be strong for me, like for once. And then I like get out, out of my little thing and go back and the main producer like came out of the control room and was just like clapping for me and I'm like oh my god like he just he's Aww. eating these tears up right now <laughs> he's like we're here for you but like tell us but more. like tell us more <laughs> like keep opening up your soul like, why do you feel this way <laughs> yeah so that's the thing is I was like super excited but then I would get into these interviews and these conversations and it was like bringing up shit that I was still in like complete denial about if that yeah. makes sense no, I, I, yeah, I feel like we've all been there. Like I, I've done that before too. And it's hard, especially when you're someone who constantly, like, I don't know, in, in previous relationships, I've blamed myself for a lot of things. And like, oh, yeah, at I the was, time it was all me. It was all, I was rewatching yeah. your whole season. And I was like, I like, honestly, like started tearing up for you because I was like, stop blaming yourself. Like, you, oh yeah but you don't know and like I didn't either like I mean even on my season for there were things I needed to work on for sure I I literally am a very accountable on that end yeah but I also see like a sad little girl who like just was like crying out for help and like wanted someone to step up and take <laughs> control as well yeah. and like I didn't want it to always have to be me and it's hard it's hard when yeah. you see someone always blaming themselves and because like I've been through it too. So like, I, I feel like that's something like a lot of people go or or do. And that's why I think that you have such an impact on people who watch your season because they see themselves in you. And then they also see how much you've grown and they're like, okay, if she can do it, like I can do it too. Yeah. I think that's what it is too. It's very, very weird. But like, I was literally at dinner with, um, Nicole, maybe like a month ago. And like one of the waitresses like came over to our table and was like, hi, oh my God, like I had to say hi to you. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I was like, Nicole's here too. She's like, oh my God, hi. And then she like looked at me and she was like, no, but like seriously, like I wanted to say hi to you because you'd have no idea like how much you've helped me in like my life, like and how much you've helped me like make such big changes and like seeing how you are now. It's just like anything is possible. Yeah. I was like, damn, the fact that like I do that for people is like really, I'll never get used to it to be honest. Like I'll never get used to it. Yeah. I mean, it's a real (laughs) thing. And that's why it's like, yeah, we definitely for sure get like negative comments, negative hate. Like we're always going to have that. But but on the other end of that, there are people who were positively impacting and like that outweighs Oh yeah, bad. You know, like if I could help one person, then that's It trumps the bad every single time. Yes. All right. 
we we went on a tangent. We like we do, but we, it's we okay. Do. <laughs> um, let's start breaking down the couples. Okay. So it starts off with Shari and Javen. Yep. Says they've been together since they were sixteen, and she says she doesn't think anyone could ever take the place in her heart that she has for him. But she also doesn't want to run, rush into marriage just because they've been together for so long. And then yeah. also, um, they do mention how he's cheated before when he was younger, obviously. But she wants proof that he's changed and he wants to prove to her that he's changed. Yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts on the two of them like when you first met them? Um, beautiful couple. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, anyone that sees them together in person, I mean, you guys all have seen them on TV, but in person, it's even just like crazier. They're just like, a, they're a stunning, stunning yeah. couple. Yes. Um, Javen is hilarious. Shari is also hilarious. Um, my first vibe was just like that they're in love and I kind of related to them because they had been in a crazy long relationship also. Yeah. And I was like hopeful for them. Like I really didn't get any sort of vibe like when I first met them that either of them would be the type to like cheat or anything like that at all. It was just very good vibes like right off the bat. Like beautiful couple, seems yeah. super in love, love the high school sweetheart thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of what I thought about them. I mean, we'll talk about what happens later in the in the single ceremony. But at this moment in time, I was like, okay, yeah, like they're super chill, awesome couple. Yeah, I got that vibe as well. And I got like uh, in a different way, like Julian and Kristen vibes because same thing, like he had cheated in the past and like he wanted to prove to her that he had changed and that, you know, he was different. And yeah, all right. Next couple, John and Katie (laughs) together for three years, met on Bumble. Love that. Love that for them. (laughs) Like, love it. Truly. And, like, she said something funny. Or I think it was her that was, like, we should tell people we met in Trader Joe's. I'm, like, yeah. as, someone, as someone who's, like, been on dating apps before, I feel like that's, like, such a common conversation you have with, like, the person you match with. Like, all right, For so real. How are we telling our parents and our friends we met? Yeah. No, she's funny. She always has little one-liners like that. I, and I wrote this, actually, in my notes, too. Like, as of right now, based off of, like, the intros and, like, everything that I'm being shown and the one-liners, like, I feel like I related to Katie the most because of her jokes and saying that she, like, grew I can up, see that. Like, just the way that she was, like, I always – with her, it was different. She was, like, I grew up in, like, a traditional family dating certain yeah. men, whatever. For me, it was more, like, my expectations of men. It wasn't yeah. how I was raised. It was more just, like, I was used to a certain type of man. Yeah. And I expected that. Like, I had certain standards. So, like, I kind of could relate to her in a sense. I think that we worded things a little differently. Um, yeah. So that was my opinion on her. How did you feel about John and Katie when you first um, met them? John and Katie – both came off very, very nice. But for me personally, when I first met them, I was like, they never made sense together. Like they just didn't fit even from like the minute that I met them. Both super, super nice. John is like just a big teddy bear, the nicest guy ever. We talked a lot about like his gym and what he does. Um, Great guy. That's really all I know about him. Like one-on-one. Katie... I was like fascinated by because 
I am like a born and raised LA girl and she is like a born and raised Texas girl. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just fascinating to me. Like she was like super into like guys that wear cowboy boots. Whereas for me, if like I saw a guy wearing cowboy boots, it would be like three strikes. You're out. Yeah. And, like, you know? so, like that in the way she said y'all all the time. And just, she's like so high maintenance and like always has to have all of her lip liner and her bag. And like, that's so not me. So yeah. I was just like, I was fascinated by who she is because right. it was just like larger than life, like Texas girly girl. And yes. I'm just like this LA, like jeans and a hoodie, like, mm. you know, like we were very, very different. Right. But at the same time, we also bonded a lot because we both grew up in like a Christian home. Um, We both have faith. So like we bonded on that and we were the older girls. So like okay. I was 28 and she was 30 and the um, Shari and Nicole, I think were like 25 or 24. Yeah. So that was another reason that we kind of bonded, but yeah, just larger than life, Texas girly girl. And it, it was fascinating to me. And then she always like kind of slips up when she says things. The thing about Katie is like, she has such a big heart, but she doesn't always think before she talks that I agree with that. And I know that, that. Yeah. And that's a thing that definitely will come up throughout the season because oh, yeah. it's, it's hard to understand her because you're like, you know, she means well, but it's just like, you shouldn't have said that. Yes. I <laughs> completely know? agree. And I felt that watching your whole season. Like I just yeah. finished the bonfires and even at, you know, her final bonfire, I was like, Ooh, like, and another yeah. thing too is, um, Katie and I follow each other on social media. Like we're in contact through that. Like uh, she seems great. I would consider us friends like through yeah. that. Um, but a lot of people when my season aired compared me to her and uh-huh. I had never watched your season before. So I was like, or like, I couldn't remember. I'm like, you know, why are they comparing us? And they were comparing Corey and John. So yeah. when I rewatched your season, I was like, okay, like I, I actually can see it a little bit. But yeah. I think just, again, the way that we were talking about our significant others is very different. Very. You know? I agree. Like it was very. It's the same. You guys had the same kind of storyline in a way, but the way that she words things, she just, she needs to get better at how she words things. Yes. Yeah. I, I would agree. Um, all right. So next we have Nicole and Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, this was another one of our produ- producers was like, you remind me so much of Nicole, like, blah, blah, That's blah. That's so like, funny. Oh. You're going to meet Nicole for Labor Day in Vegas. I know. I know. I actually cannot wait. It's going to um, be fun. Okay. So they met at the gym. She had a boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. but she broke up with him for Carl. Yes. Um, She's never experienced love like that before and Carl says they both have trust issues because she had a boyfriend and broke up with him for him yeah um like he's concerned that she's gonna be able to do it again I think that's a little unfair like what are your thoughts on that um so when I met Nicole and Carl believe it or not me and Carl were actually closer than me and Nicole were at first like me and Carl really just like hit it off and just could talk about anything and me and Nicole which is so funny because now like four years later she's literally one of my like absolute best friends like I talk to her almost every day Um, but we've been through a lot together. And I think the thing with Nicole is like when we first met each other, 
we didn't know how to like interact with each other because Nicole is very like until she is comfortable with someone, she is very like reserved and like kind of keeps to herself and like kind of has like a wall up and she's very like analytical and just like that's just how she is until she's comfortable with you once she's comfortable with you and she like is able to let her guard down nicole is no joke like one of the funniest human beings (laughs) and like she's so kind and so loving and like an incredible friend but when i first met her like my over the top like really nice bubbly personality was like too much for her and her like really guarded like doesn't know how to process emotions very reserved doesn't let people in like kind of freaked me out so we were just like we never really knew how to interact with each other but we ended up living our bedrooms like shared a huge master bathroom yeah so we got really close because of that because we would like get ready in the morning and talk every day about like all sorts of stuff that like never aired but yeah, me and her have had a very interesting relationship because it started out like very like we didn't know how to react with each other. And now right. we're, we're like best friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. How do you feel about and like I was just curious because I wrote it in my notes, like looking back like and rewatching, do you think that it's fair? It was fair for Carl to be like, you know, she broke up with her boyfriend for me like how do I know like she's not going to like break up with me for someone else? Because I feel like if you're in a relationship already expecting your partner to like break up with you for someone else, like that, that was my first red flag with like any of the couples, like going back and rewatching just based off of what he said. Cause I was like, that's a little like unfair standard to hold your significant other to like, what are your thoughts? So my thoughts with them, I was always confused by them to be honest. So fun fact me and Evan, Shari, Javen, Nicole, and Carl, we were actually all in the same like final casting in LA. Oh, wow. And yeah, super weird. The only people that weren't was Katie and John. So I had seen like Shari and Javen and Nicole and Carl interact with each other before we all got casted. And they just always, I don't know, it was always just like business as usual with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just never really knew what to think of it, especially because once me and Nicole started like getting ready in the morning and talking every day and she started opening up to me about different things. Um, it was like everything was always on her and like her faults. Like if she went out and like was too flirty or like talking to a guy at a bar, it's like that wasn't just a normal conversation. Like that's her flirting and being disrespectful. Mm. And it was just, it seems like a lot of projecting. Yeah. So at the time it definitely like, we got to keep in mind that I was a very different human then. So I'm trying to keep in like, I'm trying to recap from like that mindset that I had Because I will say I was kind of oblivious because I was like, oh, like, I wonder, like, if she's doing something wrong to make that happen. But that was like my dumb, delusional, (laughs) brainwashed mind. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Now, Now looking back, yeah, it's a major red flag. And like, she should be able to go and talk to a guy without being accused of potentially cheating, hypothetically. (laughs) You know, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to like, if, if you're cheated on and you're saying that you're willing to forgive them and, you know, move past it, then you have to let it go. You know what I mean? Like we've talked and about that in the past. I've, 
yeah and the biggest thing is, is that she has never cheated on him right like it was just like ha- these like hypothetical, hypothetical situations that he would like come up with which also you guys rule of thumb like whenever someone is like super paranoid about cheating or is accusing you of cheating they are most likely cheating yeah or like, <laughs> like they have before yeah they've done like, it before so that's they're... on their conscience like i'm not like mm-hmm. i'm not a cheater we've talked about this in the past like i've i've never cheated on anyone yeah. before and i would never just like go around randomly like accusing people that i'm dating <laughs> like of cheating because it's like that doesn't my mind doesn't think like that like even if i do think you're cheating like i'm going to sit back and observe take some notes get like my detective work going and then i'm just going to be like so here's the deal you're so done this is what i found on webmd <laughs> these, <laughs> these are my Whatever. these are my findings and <laughs> yeah. like we're on to the next okay like it's not going to be like me like randomly accusing you yeah. forever also, why did I say WebMD? Like, isn't that a doctor? Done. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. All right. So last couple, lo and behold, we have oh. Casey and Evan. Okay. <laughs> so number one, I wrote this in my notes and I've told you this, and this is like an unbiased opinion. You just seem so positive and cute, like right off the bat. Like your your energy was like, it stood out to me out of all Aww. four of you girls. Because you just were very positive. You were like the way you were looking at Evan, like you just seemed really excited, happy. I was, you know, that was genuine. I was. No, I know. Um, So you guys were on and off for 10 years. You met when you were 19. Marriage is very important to you. And your family does not like that you guys were living together. And then both of you at the same time, I I laughed. You go, living in sin. (laughs) (laughs) Like that actually like made me laugh a little. So So does your mom like still feel that way? Or was that like in in the time? Because again, it was like four years ago. Like she's still very much like. So. It's so interesting because when I watched the recap, I I say like the words come out of my mouth, like marriage is a big deal to me, which is so weird because now like I shit you not, like I don't think, I don't know if I'm ever going to get married, mm. like genuinely, like yeah. I've really come to a place where like I'm perfectly fine with never getting married yeah, unless like I find someone that just like blows me away. So it was very interesting to see me like put such importance on marriage with someone that I should never even have that thought about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I was like, "What is wrong with me?" Like you didn't know better. You didn't know at the time. It's just it's so mind blowing, Erin. I can't get over it. So that was really weird. I will say so. Just a lot of confusion regarding like my beliefs whatnot um and then we'll get into my mom so i grew up in a raised in a christian household went to like sunday school bible study private school for middle school so that was like my life um and i do have faith i do believe in god but i definitely as i've gotten older um i'm definitely more spiritual than religious like i yeah like i'm not going to church every sunday like i'm not that's hasn't been my life in a really 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 long time um, so it's weird to see that they definitely edited my story to seem that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take away from that because my mom is very religious yeah. and I grew up in a Christian household, but my mom, so your question, she's very religious and Christian and definitely like thinks things need to be done a certain way. However, I am 
the black sheep in my family. I always have been. I always will be. My dad is very similar. Um, He's the black sheep of his family. And my mom and dad at the end of the day, they just want me to be happy and they accept me exactly the way I am. They think my life is a little crazy over the top, but they love me and it's me and they wouldn't change anything about it. They're incredibly proud of me. I think with my mom saying that at the time, she already like everyone in my family had such a bad, dark feeling about Evan and really was like praying and hoping to God I would get out of this situation. So us living together and not being married was just like another thing that was just like pissing her off. If I was with a man that like respected me and loved me and cherished me and they felt good about, they would have absolutely no issue with me living with them. It was a small little thing on top of a mountain of shit yeah. that they were like dealing with, you know? No. I agree. I mean, that makes sense. It's like their job yeah. is to protect you. And obviously they can only tell you, you yeah. know, their and wishes. I'm like their and fir- they- yeah. And I'm like their firstborn child, their only daughter. Mm-hmm. So it's just, and they'd been dealing with this shit with him for years and years and years and years. So it was just like, and then on top of it, they live together. So right, and then on got- top of that, we're do- they're doing a reality show. <laughs> yeah, and my family's very private, so it's just all of it combined was just like holy shit. So it definitely got edited to be like this Christian family and this bad boy is like mm-hmm. corrupting her and they're living in sin. And I do come from a Christian family, however, it's like it's not it's not quite how they edited it. Right. No. I yeah. I mean that's that's how it goes. But I was always just like, yeah, I was curious, like how, how it would be like now if you were to live with someone, but you answered that. Like if you were with like a good man who like took care of you and had good intentions, like I'm sure it would be different. Plus like, I'm just like at the end of the day, like I know I look really young, but I'm like a grown woman. (laughs) So my mom and dad, they just like, they know who I am and they Mm -hmm. they don't ask any questions. They're just like, I mean, I know it's funny. Like, I think our parents forget that we are grown ass adults. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to be 27 in a month, less than a month. And like, I am convinced my parents still like are not convinced that I'm actually like a literal adult. No, 100% so funny like, do you have the money to be doing that i'm like mom i'm literally driving down the street to mcdonald's like i'm right like, <laughs> even yes, like I'm view good. even like viewers i think forget that we're like grown-ass adults because like one thing that happened for me because everyone thought i was like this super good christian girl and like i am a good christian girl i don't want to like take away from that but you know what i mean so everyone right. had this like image of me and then it's like they see my instagram and i'm posting like bikini pics and stuff And for a while, everyone was like, oh, my God, like your parents must be mortified. Mm, Like, they're so proud of you. You like gave it up for clout. And it's like, dude, my parents like helped me pick these photos out. (laughs) <laughs> yes, my mom takes them. My mom literally takes my pictures for me. I'm a grown ass woman. Like my yeah. parents don't dictate what goes on my Instagram, and they don't love me any less, and they're still very proud of me. Yeah. Like I'm no, my mom woman. is. She's literally my photographer, and like yeah. we'll fight over stuff. Like, I'll be like, "Mom, that's not the right angle. Get that's lower." So funny. <laughs> it cracks me up. Okay, I do need to address this elephant in the room though, because when I tell you my jaw dropped when I oh, first God, heard what? this. And I think you already know what I'm going to say. Evan drops the bomb that his dad had an affair. And then he was murdered by the mistress. 
Yes. What the fuck? That is, <laughs> first of all, like, that actually is, like, I am so sorry that that would ever happen to anyone. Like, that is so crazy. Like, I could not imagine, yeah. like, Jesus, what that could do to someone or a family. Like, that's insane. But, like, I'm more curious, like, when did he tell you this? Like, what was your reaction? Like, were you – I know that, like, you're a nurturer and, like, you want to help people. Like, was your first instinct yeah. to be, like, I want to help this, like, this, like, lost little soul? Or were you more at first, like, holy shit, like, let me take a step back. That's, like, a really crazy situation. Yeah. Because, like, it is. Um, like, that's, like – that's intense. Yeah. No, it was wild. Um. So I definitely want to address this, but I also want to like stay respectful because of like his family and his brothers and like it's this is like a tough thing to talk about, but we have to talk about it because it was brought up on the show. Right. I just want to know honestly like how you reacted when he first told you that. Like like I don't know if you guys knew each other prior or whatever. So yeah, um, Evan and I were, we weren't exclusive at the time. We became exclusive after this happened. Um, but yeah, I had actually cut him out of my life that summer. So I hadn't talked to him. Yeah. I didn't talk to him in a while. And then we started like talking again casually. And I used to do, um, like cheerleading at a community college Mm -hmm. that was very close to USC. And my practices were like on Monday and Wednesday nights, eight to 11. So instead of driving all the way home to Calabasas, I would go to his place at USC. Like that was our thing. So it was like a Wednesday night. I'll like never forget this. And like he hadn't been texting me all day, which was really weird. So I'm like, what is going on? And like he knows I have cheer practice. Like I need to know like if our plans change or like if I'm coming over there after, like what's the deal? So at like eight, I'm like driving to practice. It's like probably 745. And I finally got a text from him. And all it was was like my dad is missing. And I was like, what the hell? And so I'm like, what do you mean your dad is missing? And he's like, And in that moment, he, it's like, he already knew something bad happened to his dad. He's like, I think, um, the guy, he basically said something along the lines. Like, I think the guy that my dad was messing around on, like killed him. And at that moment, like life had like never been the same. Like I, um, didn't go to practice. Um, he was still at USC. So the next morning I, cause he was like talking to people on the phone all night. So I didn't see him that night. The next morning I drove out to USC, like picked him up brought him back to Calabasas, dropped him off at his family's house. And like the rest is history. We were like putting up flyers and it was like, it was really an out of body experience. Like I can't even, yeah, it was just from that moment on life was never the same. And I feel like that, (laughs) that's why I let him get away with so much for so long Yeah, because a lot of people don't understand like, yeah, we can all sit here and be like, Evan's like an a-hole or narcissist or whatever. But like he did go through like a really horrific tragedy and I lived through it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, everyone's like, why didn't you just leave? Like, why didn't you just leave? It's like, but you have to understand that there was this very real, very um, traumatic thing that happened to him when he was like 22 years old (laughs) that, forever changed the course of his life so it's like how do you just leave and give up on someone when they've been through something like that especially when you're someone like me who's just like wants to protect people that they love and I feel like I could I just I know myself too I feel like I would always be like 
internally they're doing this because of that because that happened and no, it's that's not what really I did. who they are and, and that's yeah, what I did and, and that's what to he make, told me too I mean it's yeah. easy to make excuses for people who have been have been through trauma bad, like yeah it's, it is and it's also easy to make excuses for yourself if you've been yeah through trauma because then you're kind of like I can do this because I've went through that and it's like you know, there's a grieving period and like to an extent, like that holds true, that stands true. But then there yeah. comes a time where it's like, do you want to always be this person? Do you want this event to define who you are, where your morals are, your standards, how you yeah. treat people, the type of person you are? Like, no, you can either go against the grain and try to be different and want to better yourself or you can, you know, continuously yeah. or and I think- hurt yourself not heal. And I mean, honestly, I I know nothing about Evan. I don't follow him. I never have. But even though he put you through hell and back and he went through hell and back, I do hope that he's healing somewhere and that he, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think too, to like keep in mind is when this all happened, it was in 2012 and we were like 22 years old. We were very, very young. And, um, so we were still growing up and like becoming adults together. And I think what you just said is super important. Like since I was so young when this happened, I just let it, let it, it went way past the grieving process and it went into like years and years and years of excuses where if I was, if this would have happened when I was older, I really would have like respected that grieving process, but would have like given him time to like grieve it, get it together. But as soon as he wasn't like seeking therapy and like just continuing to use it as an excuse, I would have left if I was older, but I was so young, you know, like I didn't know any better. Yeah. I mean that, and that makes sense. I feel like it's because at this time, like at this time, like when we're filming the show, like it's, it's been six years since this happened. So it's been a long time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's that song? It's like, I wish I knew, I wish that I knew then what I know now. No, I wish that I knew what I knew now when I was, when I was younger, when I was younger. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's like, um, I feel like yeah. everyone always goes through things where they're like, damn it, if I had only known or if I'd only done things differently back then or like had a different mindset, things would be different. But like, then how would you learn? Like, how would you grow? How would you change? No, like, I we have to it. go through these, yes, trials and yeah. simulations. All right, yeah. this is getting lengthy. So I'm going to um, kind of, I'm going to go over like why you guys like went on the island, like you said it was your idea. You can just sum this up. Like, was it your idea through and through or was it like your idea and then Evan agreed to it or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was reached out to on Instagram through like a DM um, and I almost deleted it. But then at the time I was just like, you know, like Evan needs money. He needs a job. So I'm going to show it to him. I showed it to him and he was surprisingly on board and we just flew through the casting process and the rest is history. So I will say it was originally like I was the one that was reached out to. Okay. So I guess it was like my idea to start, but no, dude, as soon as I showed it to him, we were very much equally on the same page about going. It was not me forcing him or him forcing me. It was us equally wanting to go. 
Yeah, that's a huge thing. People are always like, you brought me on this island. I'm like, yeah, no. That's what agreed, that was baby. Thing. You agree. Don't do all that. That <laughs> was trying to make me look thing. bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was like trying to do damage control. And he's like, yeah, like she brought me. She forced me. And it's like, no, dude. We both wanted to go because we wanted clout. Okay. Keep it real. <laughs> like, we wanted blue checks by our names in the story. Okay. That's why we went. So don't Period. get it twisted. Period. <laughs> Okay, you guys. So like usual, we on a few little tangents. This, this season one, episode one, we just talked and we couldn't stop talking. So <laughs> too harder. Yes. For every episode of season one, I think me and Aaron, um, we haven't really talked about a lot of this stuff in real life. So we mm-hmm. just we went going and going and going. <laughs> so. Yes. I would agree with that. I was very excited to like kind of interview interview you on this episode because I had so many questions and I wanted to see if we had like similar experiences and also just pick your brain. Yeah. Because yeah, like I feel like going into this podcast, we were like, let's be unbiased. Let's like have like no opinions going into it. So like I yeah. really wanted to genuinely not know as least amount about you like on that yeah. Temptation Island level. Yeah, going into this so that I could ask you these like very authentic questions and like I'm, I'm excited because I feel like people are going to enjoy that. I know I love it. She's so cute too, you guys. She like texted me yesterday because she was watching the episode. She's like, "Is it okay if I ask you this? <laughs> Is it okay if I ask you that?" I was like, "Aaron, you can ask me anything you want. No, I know. Anything I know. You want. But it's you're just... so cute because it's sensitive and you're like adorable. Like yeah, Aww. you send me like, oh, is it okay if I ask you this? Are you comfortable with that? I'm like, bitch, I'm comfortable with anything. <laughs> you're like, yes, bitch. I'm I've like, been uh... around the block a few times. I know, I know. <laughs> it's just like so. I like even when we rewatch my season, I just know it's gonna be. It's a lot. It's a lot. And you went through it. Like more yeah. than anyone, you went through it. Like you are the face of Temptation Island. So I'm like, you Aww. know, I just like want to make sure you Aww. know me. I'm a sensitive little bug. No, I love it. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. You guys can head into part two shortly. Um, like usual, please go follow us on It's Tempting Pod on Instagram. Um, listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like, follow, subscribe, five-star reviews, leave a review, all that jazz. Our email is itstemptingpod at gmail.com. And I think that's it, you guys. So I hope mm-hmm. you guys enjoy this part one. And I hope you like part two even more. Bye. Yes, we love you guys. <laughs>